Oh, I don't hear myself in the beginning no more. No, you do. It's there. Oh, I can. There we go. You. Be back. Shit. <laughs> we are back. It's been it's been a time, yo. We this we here. We back. Hello, good people. Hello. My name is 4KJ. It this is. is the Foot of Stress Podcast. How are you good folks doing? I am joined always by my good brother Frankie Metals, aka El Capitan. L Cap, Caps Lock, the Backwood Ninja, the Left, the Sight, the mm, Words, the Savior, Texas Frankie, the Getaway Driver, the Left. Am I forgetting one? Don't matter. Swamp Thing. How are you, beloved? Excellent. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Before we get into the um, catching up, church announcements. Follow Sean everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. I had a brain fart. My bad. I just looked up and saw something on the screen that looked crazy. Frankie got some anime playing. Always. What is this? I knew you was in the ass. I put it on just so that you could ask. This is Spriggan. Brand new on Netflix. If you like cyberpunk, you gonna like this. All right, cool. I'm gonna put that on the list. But we got look, look how my man shooting that big ass guy. <laughs> I like this, but we got a show to do. Boo 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 boo. We got a show to do. Okay, so where where was I? You can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com/4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Mills. You can follow the Dojo at the Dojo JC. Some things never change. Silencio. Silencio on set. <laughs> we need a sign that says on air. We just need a red light. I got a red light over there, but nobody's going to notice it. I know, but we need a sign that says on air. You I'm know, I need to... an EMP. That shit <laughs> that disable electronics. Just disable your electronics. Yeah. Not the whole thing. Everything. Not the whole thing. But we... we got to get through these church announcements somehow please pardon us we got a lot going on we getting back into the groove of things um follow the dojo on ig at the dojo jc make sure you visit the website for the stress power for the stress podcast.com powered by stay cozy studios if you <laughs> did i forget how to do this it's been a minute wow it's really been a minute we had to cater to others we had to do a lot, so just forgive. I'm really like struggling through this. Players fuck up. Players fuck up. Make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a motherfucker friend, and all that good shit. Like your that shirt thing. inside our player. <laughs> it's not. Don't say that. I throw my shirt. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, f- forgive me for butchering the intro. That was. Look, man. 
we've had a very very busy month because it's been like four four weeks we had the live show then we dropped the episode of the live show then we had the illustrious karma in here getting very spiritual and philosophical that was a great conversation so make sure you go listen to last week's episode but now we back Frankie's electronics are going off he's sipping coffee we back the regularly scheduled program we here the coffee's how, hot how you been bro with with the whirlwind of events that we have been through seriously mm-hmm. you know shit been fucked so if you ain't know how to swim by now no I'm saying with us not the world just with everything we've been doing same shit <laughs> same shit it's a cold world you know we just trying to make some fire here and there you know whether it be cause see I, when, like, when I talk I talk about myself I'm really talking about us as well cause you know this is a part of me as well you mm-hmm. know the grind the work the creativity the you know the time and also the people because we benefit from it. We wouldn't do it if it was whack. We wouldn't do it if it was corny. We do it because it's fulfilling to be able to meet, you know, more of God's creatures just because we could we could talk. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think you know, podcasting is special. But you know what I what what we have is something that I always look forward to. You know, so fuck everybody else. Even if they ain't <laughs> around, I'll be like I'll still be here doing the same. I'm very consistent. Yeah, it's been um, <coughs> it's been a very busy month. When I want to be. Yeah, but you know we gotta. Cause this someone did say that to me like recently, like yo, you and Frankie gonna drop like a, a regular episode? I'm like yeah, we just you know what I mean we got shit to do. That's all. You know. It is a little, like people took us hostage. We got taken. The show got taken <laughs> hostage, people. <laughs> No, we, you know, the show is for the people, so we gotta talk to the people. That's all. We no, it was cool because it was real. Of course, of course. It was, it was course. about as real as you could get. I wouldn't have had it any other way. Like even the day of the show, like I kept looking at you and telling you, like I was reassuring you that I got this. That mm-hmm. was one. You know, yeah, I got this. Mm-hmm. You know. But then at the same time, I was like, can we keep it as close to normal as possible? Which is abnormal since you know we usually do it with no people in the room and now we have fucking 80 people in the room uh-huh. you know so trying to keep it like how it is uh-huh. under scrutiny under the light you know with cameras rolling i think we did a good job i think i, I kept I think it as so. pure you know what i mean if they laugh i laugh mm-hmm. you know because i laugh at everything i be laughing at shit i'm not <coughs> even laughing i'm laughing inside Nah, i think um yeah, looking back at it now that I've had some time to like process it and you know go through the motions and whatnot, like yeah, I think we kind of kept it as authentic to to the actual recording as human possible. Yeah, like we kept it. I mean, and then you know we, we even did. had our usual like fake arguing banter. Yeah, you something know, where like people that. would think we're arguing, but we really that's just how we're communicating. Yeah, yeah. So we had all that, and then. We dropped the recording, then we dropped the episode with Karma, and now we back. And just back to regular schedule program. And it's a lot of shit going on. It's a lot of shit going on. Um I do wanna shout out 
uh, Jersey City had like a fall festival type of deal. I took my little one out there. You know, just stuff for the kids. So that was cool. Shout out to Jersey City for doing that. I think I forgot who threw that. Who threw that? I think that was Joyce Waterman, Solomon. Shout out to James Solomon. And some other people from city council. So that was cool. Um, took my little one out there. Shout out to Freetown Road because they was down there. Claude, if you didn't come to the live show, you missed his fantastic food. But he was down there. Then, you know, got some food. Just chill. Nice fall day. Nice fall day. So that was cool. But um, guess we got to get into it, man. We got to get into it. So... <clears throat> I learned there was a gang war happening. And okay, not- and then right before we enter this demographic, mm-hmm. it's been a while. Okay. So, I'm going to just unload. Go on. <laughs> that was a... What the fuck? That was a, that was a real quiet disclaimer. Yeah, that was For just- since we're back and it's been so long... <laughs> You're going to remember why you fuck with us in the first place. Okay, okay cool. So, so, so before you you start letting the chopper rip. Mm. Which apparently could be happening. Go on. Yeah. Let me just say the gang war that's happened is not with actual gangs. Okay. All right. It's a different form of gang. I just want to put that in the air before. Before we, we jump to conclusion. Before, all right. So Jersey City City Council recently passed a bill or policy or I don't oh we love bills I don't particularly know the exact words and semantics and all of that so anyway they passed something called the hold on cause my phone is bugging yeah. called the affordable house overlay okay it passed 7-2 on city council the only two people who didn't vote for it was uh, Baziano, Rich Baziano. I forgot. What is that? Ward C? I think. I don't know. I think that's Ward C. And Councilman Frank Gilmore from Ward F. Those are the only two no's, right? Everyone else voted yes, including our good friend, James Solomon. So this bill. It's a 220-page document. I'm not going to get into the specifics because I will bore Please you, don't. me, and the listeners to death. So fuck all that. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm not going to get into specifics. But the bottom line is this bill is essentially forcing developers to build smaller, more affordable housing. Right? Because right now what they're doing is they're building up these ridiculously oversized luxury condos that they're charging like 6K a month. And and nobody's buying them. Nobody's buying them. They building them and the bitches are sitting empty all this time, right? So you got people eating out the streets. Yes. So what this affordable housing overlay does, it says, hey developers y'all could build but you have to build smaller more dense apartments so people can afford them to move in also in this bill the home let's just say you have a home right with this new bill you can either add another story to your house 
or you can convert let's just say you got a garage or some into another into situation. another apartment unit whatever the case may be i'm assuming that they're not gonna like that because they got to spend more money to fix things that they already you know foresee a profit they don't want anybody digging in their profit i would you know but at the same time i wouldn't be fucking building like it's beetlejuice house because Beetlejuice House is in the middle of fucking nowhere where there was hills and shit. And we live all together tightly. We were already densely populated. How the fuck you gonna build shit so that only like 12 people could live on that block? Okay. When it was, you know, all of us surviving at once. Listen, I get it. So, that's the basis of the bill. I've, I've super, super simplified it. Okay, because what I learned this week is housing is very fucking complicated. I did not know this. For sure. Like <clears throat> the That's why we're here. Yeah, like I didn't like I was I've been educated all week by different people. Shout out to my Twitter. Shout out to all everybody who follows me on Twitter, who engages me on Twitter, because y'all do give me a lot of information, right? So that's the basis. The the affordable housing overlay allows developers to build smaller units apartments whatever the case may be and if you own a home it allows you to either add it i think up to two floors or convert whatever additional space you have into a unit okay that's the basis right now this is what has started the gang war turf war let me just put it like that it's a turf war so there are two groups about who are on the opposing and supporting side of this bill. Are you familiar with the terms NIMBY and YIMBY? I'm sorry, what now? Are you familiar with the terms? No, I'm not, sir. Okay, cool. NIMBY stands for not in my backyard. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. If you identify as a NIMBY, you say fuck all development development ain't shit i don't give a fuck what they building no development ever anywhere at any time that's or yimby which is hell yes in my backyard yes yes right so i've always seen these two terms because you know i be reading and shit however i didn't know that this particular bill that jersey city just passed really ignited the beef between these two groups right so when I saw the bill, I was like, oh, all right, this sounds like a pretty decent thing because they're building more affordable, I'm using air quotes on affordable units for people to we move We still into. can't touch them, but all right. <laughs> you know, most of us still can't. So they, so I was like, all right, this sounds cool because it was quote unquote affordable. And then I was swiftly educated that. <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> bing bong that this bill and i'm paraphrasing ain't shit right so that's what the nimby side is saying they saying that this side that this bill ain't shit is only to line the pockets of developers this is gonna fail all this is gonna do is further gentrification and push people out that's what the nimby crowd is saying right so i heard the nimby crowd out then the Yimby crowd jumped in and said, no, 4K, this is great. And I'm going to tell you why. So the NIMBY crowd is saying 
This is great because when homeowners decide to add more units or convert whatever existing space they have into units, it gives renters options. So instead of paying that thirteen hundred for the whole sh- the whole thing, you can pay so and so for this and this if you're willing to compromise your way of life and right. living and shit. Right, and they're also saying that the the um, HAO affordable housing overlay HAO will also allow developers to build more affordable housing. This is what the Yimby crowd is saying. So these two sides are beefing. Like in my comment, they going at it. Mm. Like probably I don't know. You know. My phone is right there, but they like still they, going. It's at still it. hot. It, it's they like it's a plate of fajitas. They bang, watch out. Yeah, they banging out because they like. Well, this is good, and then someone else says no because da 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 da, and then someone else says yes. Like first of all, I want y'all to slow down. That's number one. This is how it is in the room. So expect. Twitter to be no less uh it probably not worse because they're gonna say some shit knowing that they, they ain't in front of them. I but that's what I'm saying. So I didn't know the block was this hot. Mm. I didn't know shit was this real. You would have ordered a salad instead. Right. If you knew it was <laughs> if it was this much sauce. I would have got a water and some bread if it if I knew this much Sheesh. sauce was on it. Maybe just the water, because the bread might be spicy, too. The bread might be might spicy, be hot. too. Like, I have people, or I had people, and shout out to everyone I talked to from either side, because y'all gave me a lot of information, like a shitload of information. And what I've realized is that if this is supposed to be about homes, right you know me i like to be a mediator sometimes i like to find common ground commonality and things like that why aren't why aren't these two groups talking to each other so i see these groups going at it right they arguing sharing opposing views which is great debating is great i love debating but what um what I don't see is these two sides coming to some type of common ground. Cause to my understanding, this should be about finding people homes. Unless I'm mistaken. I thought this was all about getting people who need homes into homes. That's what I thought. But I'm seeing that the more that these two sides fight, the less that actually gets done for the people in need. Because there are a lot of people. Maybe they're not the people in need. What do you mean? Meaning maybe the ones that have the most to say are not the ones who are suffering the most about it. And the people who are suffering the most don't have a NIMBY or a YIMBY. They don't have an acronym. They're unheard. That's what I... Thank you, Segway King. Because that's what I was getting to. I think what I'm seeing is in these arguments, the people who actually need these homes and these apartments don't give a fuck about what you two sides are arguing about i just want somewhere i can live raise my family and pay my rent and i think that's what's missing when these two sides go blow for blow because the information i received and reminder i received a lot of it i understand i see both sides 
I'm saying? I don't... I acknowledge that they gotta exist too. Yeah, I, I, I acknowledge that. Like, I see... Nobody's why, shaming anybody. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not shaming anybody for being a part of whatever perspective you have, whatever set you claim, whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever you bang, that's whatever you gotta do. Um, do your thing. My concern is that these arguments are taken away from the people who are actually needing a home, right? So, I'm trying to determine how do we, as a city, as commentators on a city, figure out how to make sure that the people who live here get homes and also the people who move here also get homes because what i what i also learned and this is this is a this is something that someone um i guess you consider them nimby they explained to me what the average medium income is have you ever heard of this yeah i have an idea but go on so the average medium income is a city takes the average income of all of its citizens right and that's how they judge the market rate of apartments homes so on and so forth so apparently our average medium income has been going up why because we have a lot of people coming in who are making very high incomes they are i don't want to sound nasty sound nasty bro fuck it they aren't as they're more valuable that's one way of or looking at it. as seen as more valuable. They, that's one way of looking and they at are it. when you're looking at the game that's being played. So of course you know we're not gonna support a lot of the consistent negativity that we experience. But somebody who comes in brand new doesn't notice that negativity at all. Invest, got money, mm -hmm. credit, they can move forward real easy in the game and not know anything about who's beneath them right but the ocean is only gonna rise so all of a sudden this person who's never used to drowning starting to feel like the water's getting a little high right meanwhile the person who's been drowning his whole life swam like a fish he lived down there this is and this is and this is where the problem is is because you have these people who come in they make very high incomes let's just use round numbers for this conversation let's just say someone comes in they make a hundred thousand dollars a year shout out to you make your <laughs> make your money beloved do your thing right do your thing so someone comes in let's just say kano's apologetic he came over he said yo my bad my bad kano what the fuck is your problem? turn your phone off kano then you're going right. to run away from the crime scene like you ain't do shit. Yeah, for obvious. No, you good. Come here. Go on. Anywho. Hold on. Let me see what he's doing. Is he all right? He does this. That's what happens when you lick your balls, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, hey, because he... Kano is a dog. Yes. <laughs> you know Kano. He love to lick... His balls, just to put it plainly. So every once in a while, he gonna cough up a hairball and knock some shit over. You good? Okay. That's my boy. He's right. an old man now. Pardon the interruption. So <clears throat> I forgot where I was at. Cano licking balls and knocking shit <laughs> off. Um. 
but we was talking about uh people who come in with this income okay yes thank you thank you so people come in with this income right let's just say what i say hundred thousand let's say a couple moves in to the greenville area right they both make a hundred thousand so now they live where i live they live where i live what do you make not that what's the most you ever made what's the most i ever made no you know give it take give it take like 45 all right that's what most people make so you're telling me this guy just came in with half my my bag double, and double, then some double what double what i make right he came in with my bag and then some now see with my bag i've learned how to flex with my bag i could flex pretty good with my bag i've learned to you have to learn to when you come from where we come from you know to look fresh you either got some money in the family if somebody you know mm. got it or you gotta y'all all trying to get it right so they got money to do that flex out right. here looking corny <laughs> so sorry no it's all good so you get this couple move in they move in let's just say they move into the greenville area let's just say for the sake of argument they both make a hundred thousand so total income is 200k with that 200k they move into a area like greenville which is historically low income right so immediately them moving into that area increases the value of that area just because they're there your presence alone your presence alone that bag is gonna outshine my bag my bag absolutely they don't, they don't care about my bag right so this sorry we don't take quarters right so this happens repeatedly right apple pay and hundred dollar bills that's it C notes that's that so this happens repeatedly right they move into low-income areas the area just because they're there the area the area automatically increases in value so this is happening all over the city so the city's looking at this like oh damn we got a lot of motherfuckers here making money so the average increases so it looks like the city is richer than what it really is thus the market goes up rent goes up housing cost goes up everything goes up because these people are there the problem is basing rent and housing off of that remember this is just what i'm i'm relaying what i was told this being the way that it is completely ignores us lowering who, who are you lower income yeah or lower income people people who don't have or who don't make a hundred thousand dollars a year immediately ignores us right thus we are stuck with these high-ass rents that we can't afford because you can't afford them yeah yeah i mean you could afford them but you know mathematically yeah you can't sustain it you can't it don't even not, make no sense it's not sustainable so you're right? dealing with the boat you're dealing with them. you're just you're being dragged by the current you're not even swimming at this point you're being dragged okay boom so that's what happens with the average median income and with all of that this is why the nimby crowd says this bill that was just passed will not work because there's too many people moving into low-income neighborhoods who make that much money when the surrounding when everyone else in the area does not make that much i completely understand that i get it i get it 
because that's a very real thing that we're dealing with. On the other side, with the Yimby crowd, they're saying, yes, that is happening. However, with this new bill is giving more power to the homeowners because to my understanding, a lot of homeowners in Jersey City have been selling their homes since like 09. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe a little early. Maybe like 2015, some shit like that. Most of these people are older. Right. And when you're looking at a person that's older, they're tired. And if you came from Jersey City and you're older, you could be really tired. I'm really tired. So when somebody tells you, I'll give you this much money today. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at their old uh, pictures. I'm like, yo, I'm just going to enjoy bro, my life. Bro, allegedly. In Ward F, when, when Jermaine Robinson was in office, he was walking people around Ward F with 200K in cash, telling people, I'll buy your house. Not him, him, Robinson, and developers, allegedly. So, you, like you said, you go up to old people who are tired. They've never seen $200,000 in cash before. I'm selling. This happens. The market goes up. Houses go up. And now people who are still there can't afford their rent, property taxes, property taxes, mortgage, so on and so forth. Right. Like I was saying, the Yimby crowd is saying this allows. Oh, sorry, I keep in the mic. This allows homeowners to be like, OK, I can make some extra cash now because I can convert my space into another apartment, studio, whatever the case may be. And. With all this information, I don't know what the fuck to believe. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to believe. I'm looking at a very high stakes game. It is. And they're, I, not, they're not gonna tell you how to play. You know, some might tell you how to play, but why? What's their what do they have to gain from it? Because that's what they're looking for. They're in a high stakes game that's happening right now, and they're trying to get their playing you know and they're trying to get their wins in so that they can step out free of guilt or whatever they feel like because it's a you know it's a cutthroat game it's it's half politics because the politics are the ones playing it mm-hmm. and they're the ones who set the rules when they feel like it when they feel like it but meanwhile they're like you know oh, we could probably get 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 away with this for like five six years but they've been, but bro, this game that they've been playing has been in motion for like 15 years now. You dig what oh, I'm saying? Well, like, that's the worst case scenario thinking. But yeah, even further than that, as soon as their fucking daddy and mom say, yo, this is the way. This is the way. And they're like, I'm listening to you. I could buy myself a PlayStation. Bye. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm, I think for me, where, I, where I'm at in this debate you know, I find myself in the middle of this turf war because on one hand, I feel like to the Yimby crowd, I say, OK, y'all don't want no development. So what happens to the people who need development mm. to the Yimby crowd? I say, OK, we need development. But what happens when the people get jerked? 
or they get hit over the head with prices they can't afford. And no one has given me an answer on that yet. Because now you need money. What is the compromise is what I'm getting you to. You need money to make that happen. Because guess what? Somebody screws you over, what's the first thing you're going to need? A lawyer. Mm-hmm. What's a lawyer going to ask for? Details to the case to see if, if there's money that could be uh, you know, allotted after the fact. But they know the game too. They're friends with a lot of these politicians. Who knows the game? Who are you talking about? The lawyers. Okay. Who would be representing the people who are wrong because nobody's paying attention. We have to start filing as it go. Oh, this person was wrong. Oh, they're going to need a lawyer. So where's that money coming from? Nobody has it. No, so that's the reason it, it's a mute point because nobody's going to put up their own money to start it. That would have to be something that we do collectively. And shit, we've been giving a BLM and all these other crooks. We could have just been giving that money to us for these types of scenarios. And then guess what? The politicians will be like, we have to change the game because they're really fucking doing this shit. It's popping up too much. Okay. I see what but you're saying. But we wouldn't get there because we need unity for that. I see what you're saying. I don't... That's. I think that's, that's where I am. I'm trying to figure out, well, what's the compromise between these two groups? Because... Again, one side is saying no development. The other side is saying... There's still landowners fighting over land. They're just talking about how the land is divvied up, but we don't have a say. We don't even have land. But that's what I'm saying. But we, we ha- coexist. We right next to each other. But not even that, but we had these two groups fighting. We're completely ignoring the people. We're, we're... Words. We have two groups fighting, but completely ignoring the people who actually need the help. So what are we doing exactly? They're fighting over land, but we're just tired. <laughs> we don't. We ain't even got the energy to be screaming. And right, shit. like the the people who need the help, and this is no disrespect to anybody, but the people who need the help, the people who are drowning in, you know, back rent and can't pay their bills, fighting evictions, can't pay their mortgage, about to lose their home. They don't give a fuck about the the NIMBYs and the Yimbies. They don't give a fuck about this fight. They don't give a fuck about any of that. So how do we help th- these people? That's that's where I am. And what each one is saying is, hey, if you f- if you help us, it'll help y'all. But both are stuck because they're not really proving the point as to how they could do right, that. Right, like, to me, it, I feel like both sides are right. But which one helped? That's what I'm saying. Like both, both of y'all are correct. Like, but y'all both realize that we're all in the same right. Both of y'all are absolutely correct. Both sides. We know it's fucked. We and that's (laughs) that's the that's the commonality that both sides are like missing to me. Like we're all fucked. I don't know how. Whether you want development, whether you don't want development, either way, beloved, we are all fucked. And it's also another thing, you know, it's already what they've already gotten off. You know, if you're doing like some kind of crime and shit, you pick a little bit, a little bit. What'd you get off with? What they catch you with and what you can be proven, you know what I'm saying? So there's already been a lot of that little picking for so long that now that even if we were to realize it, what would be, how would we be able to prove to a certain degree what was already not proven that they won already and using against us? 
Because you know that they flipping that money. Any money they make, they're going to reinvest well, they, into doing... The, the, if, if we're talking like that, the developer's been one. If, if we're uh, talking yeah, on that level... Because there's a land already claimed. They're fighting over land that's already claimed. To us, this was our land. This was like, you couldn't... Yeah, you know, shit was different for us. You would come to my mom's house. That was your house. Mm -hmm. My mom would walk in, you fucking... I got two of my friends slept over. Mm-hmm. You know, she Muslim. I'm sleeping in a Muslim household. I'm learning about their food and their culture and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, like, everything was about, in Jersey City, was about sharing. Mm -hmm. We all shared this land. So why are y'all arguing about it? Over shared land. We never did. If we did, it was through the streets. Because shit was fucked up. There was no money, the income. There was a lot of crime and a lot of prison time and a lot of shit that affected people not being able to maintain a steady job. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about 100K. We're talking about people that fucking 45 is a, a stretch. Most of the people out here are like that. Due to the systemic racism and, in, and, and imprisoning everybody's fathers. Mm-hmm. And pe everybody, even us, because we we all got locked up. It's some uh, a prison is a home to most people. So I'm just saying, know where you at to know what you're saying. Because you know when you're real confident in, in saying shit, yeah, there's a problem, but you're poking at a bigger problem that we are all too familiar with. And it's like, what's the point? Uh, what's the what's gonna solve it? So. End of the day. <laughs> yeah, End of the day. Like I, listen, I get, I get that. Like I, I hear everything you're saying. Like, and that's kind of what's kind of left me in this debate that I've been watching, or I've been <laughs> engaged in all week. That I'm just like, okay, so like, what do we do? Y'all keep telling me this is good. Y'all keep telling me this is good. Again, both sides are right. So now what? You know, this history has a way of repeating itself. And I'm going to backtrack in time a little bit mm -hmm. to the time of Socrates. A little bit in this motherfucker. <laughs> That's not a little bit. Socrates. That's not a little back in time. That's all the way back in time. So we're just going to go back in time. So Socrates was the wisest man uh -huh. in Greece, right? Everybody said, oh, that's the, everybody knows that's the wisest man, right? Uh-huh. What made him the wisest man to him? If you were to ask him, what makes you the smartest man? He's like, I'm not. I'm just realized that I don't know anything uh -huh. and y'all don't either. But because I'm already at a level where I'm saying I don't know everything, that actually makes me more ahead of you uh -huh. because y'all pretending. Y'all have, you're already tied into convincing each other y'all know what it is uh -huh. but y'all don't know what it is and in this case it's kind of like that you already know we don't know nothing you already ahead of the game because you're not believing in the lie the illusion something's wrong yeah it's obvious something's wrong that's socrates point uh -huh. because socrates was the type of dude that exists even today in the streets of new york and times square where you're walking in the street minding your business with some shopping carts and, you know, shopping bags and shit. 
and somebody just say something to you to stop you in your tracks. Uh -huh. That's what Socrates was. He just made it more about morality than money. But at the same time, they're both the same to that type of player. So he's the type that's playing off of intellect, you know, and he wanted to know how people felt about the world around them. He would say, how you feel about that guy getting hung? Because this was during a time where people getting hung publicly and all this stuff. How you feel about, you feel like that's right, that they should be hanging that guy? Uh -huh. You're going to respond with one answer, at least one word answer or, or something. You're going to say something. That's Socrates. That's what he was good at. Other people don't have that ability. You just ignore them. You just keep it pushing. Socrates had the right words, and it was always a question to make you answer it. So you're, in this case, to me like that. You're playing it more like that. We don't know anything. So now we can begin. You know you don't know anything. Uh -huh. But through numbers, you might. You might. But see, okay. So with, with us not knowing anything, because... Like I said at the beginning of this conversation, this is not my field. And also, as I said in the beginning, they people, whether housing experts, people who run mortgages, apartments, landlords, whoever the case may be, all of you people I have to put y'all in one generalization right now, have really overcomplicated a very simple concept of, hey, I need somewhere to live. Do you have somewhere to live? Yes. Pay me this amount and you can live here. But through time, through the system, whatever may have you, we've added all this extra shit to it to make a very simple concept overcomplicated. And then that that has barreled forward to where we are now. So, again, I'm asking. With both sides being right, with the NIMBY side being right. With the NIMBY, with the Yimby side being right, with the NIMBY side being right, how do we, how do how do both sides come together and be like, okay, let's take a little bit from over here, a little bit over from over here, and help the people who need it the most? Because again, that is, I, I am not seeing that. I'm seeing two sides argue over some shit. Like, I, I'm seeing two sides arguing the developers and spent the money already. So what the fuck are we arguing about? What are we arguing about? Because, again, and this is no disrespect to anybody, but people are arguing online about who's right and Miss Johnson is still facing an eviction. Mr. Williams still can't pay his fucking <coughs> rent. The, the single mother with two kids is still struggling. So what the fuck are we arguing about? If you were to move into a brand new house and, you know, it's in the country and it's got land, you had a garden that came with it. Fucking tomatoes, cabbage, carrots, fucking mad shit. That came with the house. Are you going to pound down, cement that? And turn it into a man cave and charge people to get in or because there's plenty of space just build that situation in a different area but still maintain the garden and help to it because it helped preserve and bring the aesthetic of your new home and kind of the culture of what it goes with the home it's its own home it's home for nature you know what you're talking about you're talking about morality versus monetary that's what you're talking about well 
do but you, at the same do, time do you do things for your morals or for your money that's where but, we are right now well benjamin franklin says something very interesting do well by doing good doing good is subjective not really Yes, it, it is. is what we're talking about. Because no, it is what we're talking about. Helping Miss Johnson, but help Miss Johnson. But look, being look, I got you. Being good, doing good is subjective because doing good could be making my money so I can feed my family. Doing good to you could be helping Miss Johnson. Are both things not good? Why can't you do both? You're spending money in one place, but you're not spending money in the other That's, place. This is my point. We're acting like it's an either or. And not an and, and not a both. That's what I'm saying. We're fighting. You ask me, I would do. I would look to do both. Right. You I look, already divvying up in my head. Right. Both you, are possible. You can do. You absolutely. Both are are absolutely possible. But this is the fight. One side is saying we can only do it this way. The other side is saying no, we can do it this way. It's not an either or. We can do both. The developers can get their money. People can have their homes. Why the fuck can't we do both? This is why we're not an acronym. <laughs> we're too rooted. We're too rooted like, to I, be an acronym. What, what would you call us? That we would allow you to we're, call to our face, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I gotta think about acronym. You, what else would you call us other than the fucking original people? I mean, well. It's a concrete jungle. Right? They, nah, I said it. This was a concrete jungle, too. New York is a concrete jungle. What's a concrete jungle? A place where people survive. That's the city. And they survive through the city. They get it through. It's the same as the jungle. That's why I call it a concrete jungle. So this is a side borough concrete jungle. A jungle that's been on the side. Y'all, like, trying to pretend like the shit didn't exist. Try to plow over the garden to create your man cave. And casinos, but in your case, instead of casinos, it's condo, condos, and you know nightlife. That's what you're offering with a little bit of nature, you know, because that's the that's kind of the pitch of Jersey City. Oh, come over here, it's fly, it's half city and half country. You'll fit right in. Mm-hmm. You'll fit right in. But hey, what? Guess what? Just don't go in this room over here. Y'all have fun everywhere else, but don't go don't go into this room over here. Don't worry, we're going to make it easy. We're going to light up everything and all the streets that actually are paved uh-huh. are for you. But the streets where you feel like it's bumpy, get the fuck out of there because you're not supposed to be there. Uh-huh. And don't worry about them. We'll take care of them. Taking care of them. <laughs> we'll take care of them. Don't worry about it. You know? But what does that do now? It disregards us as a people. That's wrong. That's what I mean by good. Fucking tend to the garden. Even if you don't eat fucking yams and fucking potatoes and shit. Keep it going. But that's what I'm saying. We can do both. That's my perspective. We can do both. We can tend to the garden. And your analogy, the garden being the people, the culture, the community. We can do that, but also have the bright lights, the nice shit. The man cave, yeah. We can still have... And both can be a part of each other. Because not for nothing, the garden is enticing but you need both that's the that's the point like you wouldn't fucking yo if you had a garden you'd be fucking ecstatic i don't gotta do none of that work i don't gotta go to home depot i don't gotta get fertilizer nothing garden 
it would be lit because now I can right. eat all my fruits and veggies from my home. Try different shades. Yeah. Save my money so I can right. go to my man cave and have a fucking ball. Right. Uh, and here's another thing. It produced so much, you don't have to, you, you can't eat all of it. Now you got to sell it. Now you got a business. Or I can just On the give, highway. Or look, I can just I give it, it away. Or I can just give it away. Or give it away. But, but if selling it means that people love it more, that they also consume it and purchase it now we're in the game and we can all eat and grow because the garden now grows tenfold because with that money that he made now he could expand the garden a little bit and the garden can be good with its demands and say hey we need more of this hey we're getting a lot of ants hey we're getting a lot of this and they'd be like yo well, don't worry we got money that you produce mm -hmm. to take care of you and guess what we're gonna do protect the rest of the city And if you were, if 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 the amount of attention was put into the garden as it was into the man cave, we're using analogies if you if you're not keeping up. Both can thrive, which brings me back to my original point that you can do both. Like a lot of times, right? Just kind of moving away from the housing with everything, we we tend to get into these arguments about whether this whether this is morally good or financially good right usually whether it's housing whether it's anything like that you can sell we get into these arguments of whether, whether this is morally good or financially good and things get convoluted to, to make you think that one thing is better than the other because of politics it's the same as sports Shout out to my what, New York Giants. What, we five and one. Oh, you're fuck. a Giants fan? Yes, sir. Fuck the Giants. Fuck That's you. what politics is. <laughs> That's what politics is. I'm swear to God. <laughs> nah, I know. Yo, right. right there. Giants, fuck them. Yeah, work. This all day. Then I'll fuck you. It don't, it's no talk. Yeah. That's the reason I don't follow sports. I love sports. I watch it anytime it's on the screen. Mm -hmm. I don't follow it. Why? Because I don't care. I like to see a good game. Mm -hmm. Because there's people who are fucking mad talented that are playing like shit. Mm -hmm. So... I'm not going to waste my time if you ain't in it, if your heart ain't in the game. Mm. So I like seeing good games. I don't follow the, tr the tradition of trading mm. and fucking I acknowledge and I respect athletes. Mm -hmm. But I don't care about the politics because all it is is confrontation. If I go to a bar, it's an argument between this and that or that and this. And I'm not here to, I already got enough fucking problems in my life for you to talk about ad problems that I don't really give a fuck about. But you, but you and you're right. You're absolutely correct. And you know what I've realized? That us, I don't even want to say us as an American society. I think us as a species, we like groups. We like cliques. We, we like are, labels. We are, we are engineered to be that way. Like we like. The government knows that we, it's like a toy that we like. Oh, right. go get the toy they like. That's fucking sports and entertainment and shit. That's yes. Every, that's that's what politics is. Yes. It's politics. And politics, yep. Everything is, I'm going to put these people in a group. I'm going right. to put these people in a different group. But how can you do that? Fight There's only one way you could do, you could get that off. How do you do that? You have to persuade them that they're that. That's the, it's an illusion. It's like a magic trick. You thought you saw the motherfucker flying a cigarette in the air. But meanwhile, there was a string on his head and shit that Hold just on, fucking you, helped the shit bounce. And you saying, you saying David Blaine ain't shit? None of them are shit. They all know they ain't shit. <laughs> nah, they nice. They nice though. Nah, they nice. They, ni you, they nice at what they do, but it ain't magic. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you're talking to the magician. I, that ain't magic, all right? Magic is faith in God and, and faith in intention. Uh -huh. This is just a haha. I thought you, I made you think it was this and not that. That's politics. Misdirection. Mis sleight of hand. Sleight of hand, misdirection. There's always a sleight of hand, and they do it. And not only that, they tried it enough during Hillary's old days mm -hmm. and Clinton's old days. They tried a lot of that out because they learned that. Bear with me, conspiracy hat. Okay, it's on full hat time. Let's do it. The Germans. The Germans learned how to control their people very well. After World War II, America said, oh, you know, we got to get in there. You know, we got to stop them. This mm -hmm. is wrong. And yeah, they it was wrong. And they did stop that and help stop that. But not without some interest. Right, right, right. There was a, the reason we went to Iraq was for the oil. Yeah, of course. The reason we went into Germany was for the knowledge because they they were a little envious of what they were learning from this mind conference. So they were doing science and shit. And they were like, yo, you know, we got to, first of all, eradicate that so nobody else has it, government shit. But at the same time, we're going to learn it mm -hmm. and learn from it and say, how do we take this type of indoctrination and make it a democratic, fat, uh, democratic system mm -hmm. where we have the same level of control, but it just looks pleasant. Mm -hmm. And they say that they're that and, and and you are absolutely correct because you know with this bringing it back to the housing you know what nimby and yimby really is bloods versus crips uh which was where i thought this was going in the first place now that's listen. why i said gang war because that's now, what listen, this, i'm gonna fucking say is. something i'm gonna say something as a person from the streets you a person from the streets so you can call cap when shit gets bad mm-hmm I don't care what the colors are. They're fucking mixing together. That's a fact. Right or wrong? That's a fact. When shit get bad, at first if somebody need to flex, prove something, da da da, that's different. Mind your business. Mm -hmm. That's Jersey City. You see violence, that was amongst us. Mm -hmm. You mind your business. Yeah. You're not from here. You mind your business. Well, this ain't for you. That's why you could get it off walking through MLK for many years. Not knowing you was walking on Jackson. Because mm -hmm. you don't have to know. You're not required to know. In gang shit, when it gets bad, the colors come together. So, all this acronyms, it's good. Identity is good because you know what? That's your history. And I would never take that away from you the same way I wouldn't, ex I wouldn't expect you to label me. Mm -hmm. Anything other than a part of the garden. Because science says so. I was born here. You're talking to somebody or somebody that's talking almost died here, mm -hmm. survived here, my kids here. Nah, I'm invested more than you. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if you remember that video where the, the guy got out of prison and went back into his baby mom's house. And there was a guy in the house and he stood, he was on the bed, he took his shirt off. Oh, yeah, he said, I'm that. master killer. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I'm willing to <laughs> die for that pussy. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. It must, well, listen, man. When you when you get out, if that's you're looking for you that. Yeah, that's what you're looking for immediately. As soon as you get looking out, for that. Let's let's let's. I digress. We well, digress, but yeah. it's a you know it's all about points. You know, I'm trying to make. It's like there's a lot to talk about here. I would never take away the acronym is the identity is your your history mm -hmm. on this land because you're just proud to be here all that saying is that you're proud to be here like i'm proud to be here and, and i wouldn't but, take that away from nobody but i want to take what you, something you said and apply it to both groups like you said when shit gets real the colors come together 
and this is what I am proposing to both the NIMBYs and the YIMBYs. Shit is real. Let's come together. You two groups arguing is getting us no fucking where. We're not even moving an inch. Nothing is progressing. But at the same time, it is. Because this is what helped. Talking. That got us here. Had they not been talking, we would have been fucking talking about something else. Probably, yeah. So I'm glad. I'm glad. And thank you, you know, for being perceptive and for understanding that, you know, because it led to a good episode, you know, regardless, I felt like. I'll tell you, it's a good episode when I hit the space bar. We ain't done yet, mm-hmm. but just yeah, off of that first. Don't, don't, don't end this shit, goddamn. No, 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 no. No, because I don't want people to think I'm rapping it. No. <laughs> you just said, it's, like, it's, yeah, this is over. We talked about this shit. Yeah, no, no. And it's not. And it's not. But because it's a very important issue. You always, that's why I said thank you. You always pick out the important shit, you know. And um, that's some shit I give a fuck about, which is why I was vocal and took a couple of shots, you know, that's, because that's I knew. That's fine. I just, again, Nimby, Yimby, whatever set you claim. I just implore you to remember that this is supposed to be about the people. I just want y'all to remember that. So, with that, I am open to any type of suggestions y'all may have about how both of these groups can work together. Because, again, this is not about your individual stances. This is not about your individual ideologies. People are losing their homes. People are being evicted at rapid rates. Did you know Jersey City has over, I think, 500 eviction active eviction mm, words, active eviction Evictions. words. What the fuck? Ag- I need to hear the number again, just because I heard so. <laughs> How many? Five, close to 500. That's very bad. Evictions. There we go. Third time's a charm. This is so, higher than Jersey, though. See, this is the thing about politics too. We're accountable to politics. Mm-hmm. So here's the problem. Here in herein lies the problem. Mm-hmm. The clock don't stop. Yesterday's rent is not today's rent. <laughs> That's a fucking fact. <laughs> the clock don't stop. That's a fucking fact. They don't. So when I run into you in the street, I'm cool with a lot of people who are not from here. I am not a hater. There's a lot of haters in Jersey City being from Jersey City. But listen, it's nothing. It's nothing because they've already been sorted out. We already, we already arguing about who's right, whose perspective is correct. The motherfuckers are being kicked out right now. So what are y'all doing exactly? Y'all have the same problem, too. You see, a couple of bounce checks and you'll be on the same line that I was in. That don't matter. So, like, act right. And watch your mouth. <laughs> and watch your mouth because I see, I might see you might be on the same line talking all that shit. Thinking I was, you know, beneath you. But we we the same. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's the thing I always try to remind people. Like, fam, we are the same. Unless you're making over a hundred million dollars a year, you're the same as me. Even if you make a hundred dollars, a hundred million dollars a year, we bleed the same. So, wrap this all up because I want to get to something else. Nimby, 
Yimby, Bloods, Crips, Democrats, Republicans, left, right, whatever you identify as. Do your thing. But remember, what we're supposed to be working on is something that helps people who don't give a fuck about what clique you claim. The people who really need the help are like Tupac. Fuck your bitch and the clique you claim. All right. Those are the people we supposed to be helping. Just remember that. Okay. And Tupac's woke about that excessively. Ex excessively. Yeah. Poor. <clears throat> rich versus poor. Rich versus poor. Uh. You know. There was like little snippets. He, he Pac had a lot of passion. Mm -hmm. Pac was like X. You know, when it came to like rappers who had passion, like that level of passion, that type of energy. Some rappers are like that, a little more subtle, but they were outspoken. Yeah. You know, and um, X was more of a hold my own. Mm -hmm. I, I hold my own. That's that New York shit. Mm -hmm. That's that us shit. People from out here, we're very independent. Again, we're dealing with half your bag and we still on the same lines as you are. Yes, we are. So understand that we're kind of used to this shit. We're not new to this. We're true to this. And I'm not here to talk shit and brag, but yeah, I'm here to talk shit and brag because... <laughs> the fuck? What do I work for then? You know, why am I nice then for? You feel like you're nice at what you do? Then I got the right to say that I feel like I'm nice at what I do. And at the end of the day, we both people. And we could both fucking keep adding to the garden nobody's excluding you from adding to the that's the thing about the garden versus the the people coming in mm -hmm. the strangers the garden always been there the house always been there tend to the garden beloved all right because again like we always say on every episode or damn near every episode we're in this bitch together now <clears throat> thank you for that that was a very healthy conversation now we're gonna get to another debate <clears throat> Kanye West. Shit. <laughs> it's been a minute. Kanye Amari West. <coughs> Ye, as he's now professionally known, he legally changed his name to Ye, so I will respect his name change and call him Ye. While we were out in the world doing live shows, talking to dope artists doing all types of cool shit distracted we were not distracted it was a healthy distraction healthy distraction <coughs> Mr. Ye was out in the world saying a lot of shit a lot of shit he was saying he went to go he did an interview with Tucker Carlson he claimed that Gap and Adidas were trying to oppress him he said that you know, he, he's been going back and forth with his baby's mom, ex-wife Kim Kardashian, saying that the Kardashians are trying to keep his kids away from him, mm. beefing with Pete Davidson. Then he wore a White Lives Matter shirt. Then he seemingly partnered with Candace Owens, who is a notoriously right-wing black woman who just, just does all types of goofy shit that I'm not going to get into. Then he went on Drink Champs. Again? 
third time actually oh this is his third appearance on drink no. champs for those who don't know drink champs is a podcast hosted by legendary rapper nori yeager also known as nori and legendary miami dj dj f efn okay in his recent appearance on drink champs yay decides to let the chopper rip he says that again again he says that george wallace did i say his name right george floyd pardon me been a long day george floyd did not die from being suffocated by the cop's knee yay says george floyd was killed by fentanyl say that again because frankie's face looks confused yay went on drink champs and said that george floyd was killed because he's a drug addict and not because a cop put his knee on the neck of this man which we all saw and suffocated him he also said that well let me back up a little bit because i've missed some points pardon me he was also taken off of instagram and twitter because he well on instagram he released texts between him and diddy where he was cursing diddy out and saying you won't have your jewish people silence me all types of wild shit then he went on twitter and said he was going defcon 3 on jewish people right so they took him off of twitter took him off of instagram because you can't say shit like that you can't well i'm sorry you can't uh, if i can be frank you are frank do your thing you can you can say all of this let's not be let's not front here the same way that something could be said about spanish people black people asian people the same could be said about jewish people right now i say where you going uh, we're gonna get there like you can't i'm trying to be real here you know and but at the same time i'm i also feel that a lot of what is said don't need to be said so that's another th the same way that if it were to be racial black and Chinese that it we would gonna, not need to be said we as well. We're going to get there because I'm going to get to that. I got you. I promise you we're going to get there. I'm just trying to give the listeners quick uh, wee crap. A re mm, recap on, on yay. On yay. Okay. All right. So he says all of this. Then, you know, he says the things about George Floyd. And he also says Jewish media is trying to silence him. Right. So. I'm going to say this. We're going to have to break this down in parts because I have to word these things very carefully. Okay. First and foremost, my personal problem with Ye is that we all know he suffers from mental health issues, right? He's bipolar. That's been stated. All of that. When he gets into these very manic episodes, right? He goes into these streams of consciousness. He just says a bunch first of thing things. on his mind. First things on his mind, and he's as not. a Gemini. There's two minds Fine. with Gemini. Fine. I'm just saying. No, nah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. When he goes into these streams of consciousness, he's not always wrong. I'm gonna be fair here. He's not always wrong in the things he says. It's about how he does things. But. Also, in the same notion, he says some very fucked up things regarding black people. Let me start there because this is a bigger point I'm leading to. The slavery is a choice thing. That was bad. This George Floyd thing. 
that was fucking horrible. Now, the thing about George Floyd, that was the first, like, what the fuck? You know, uh, he's trying to say something. He's trying to say something that does, with that particular comment, he's trying to say something that doesn't make any fucking sense. Now, this is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. This is an artist that you're talking to. I'm just going to say that. Okay. John Lennon, a white guy. Okay. Said crazy shit, too. Okay. And Mad what, crazy shit. And what happened to John Lennon? It was not tied in it was irrelevant it was an isolated incident okay what i'm saying is he was an artist okay when you put an artist in front of a microphone they're gonna do what they do on a microphone mm-hmm. whether it's to record a song because of their pen game mm-hmm. because of their cadence their mm-hmm. attitude their mood mm-hmm. this is an artist okay so now you take this artist who has a life just like John Lennon did and decided to interpret life and saying how he viewed things Miles Davis also another artist who gave less than three fucks how he would say something to you okay this is an artist what what are you getting to bro what I'm getting to is don't put him in the sense where you gotta put him in front of a microphone if he's not gonna do what he's supposed to do which is be an artist don't put him up in front of a mic to talk. If you don't, if you already know you're not gonna like what he's gonna say, he is being, I think it's a little disgusting. And I think it's a little bit like, like, all right, fuck it, yeah, he has a voice, but let's capitalize. He's being exploited. They know that he's going to be an artist. He's being exploited. I don't think that it's right. But at the same time, I think that it's a documentary. Like doc, Kanye's documentary is gonna go on, forever. and people gonna be people who mm. gonna jump ship and da da da. You know he's a fucking human being. I get all of that, right? He's a human. Look, you I, should I care wanna... about him. You love this music, right? You fuck with him, right? He's saying crazy right. shit. Why aren't we trying to but help the, help but, him? But help the brother. There's still a line, though. There's still a line. What's the line? When you're saying disparaging things about your own community. That means that your community ain't close enough to tell you not to say that. You far from it. You detached. But this is my problem. Personally. I'm not speaking for everyone. He needs help. We know that. I'm saying my personal problem with Kanye and his behavior is that he says disparaging things about black people. Right? Then go stands with people who champion white supremacy that's how he made his bag hold on he kind of put himself in that position i got you hold Mm. on he stands with people who champions white supremacy right and then when the white people who pay him champions people who claim what like uh you're talking about he stands with people who champion white supremacy he stands with anybody who's willing to stand next to him that's one thing I know about Kanye. He'll stand next to you as long as you're willing to stand next to and him. And there is a commonality between the people who he stands next to. They all don't fuck with black people. This is my problem. He stands with these people who he don't sold, fuck. He sold out. He sold out a lot. 
and this is the repercussion. Okay, because I'm trying to keep this thing in order because Kanye's all over the fucking place. He is. And I'm trying to defend him, but at the same... I'm trying to... I'm not trying to defend him. I'm trying to rationalize as an artist. That's the reason that I'm trying to, like, even, like... Right. Speak on his behalf. You know what I'm saying? Like, and say, like... So, let's... All right, so then let's go to the artist point because then that will lead to a bigger conversation. From the artist's perspective, right? Kanye has been ranting about how the industry has been treating him for almost a decade now. On that particular point, removing on the removing all the anti-Semitic language, he's correct. Because on a very principled level, anecdotically, the music industry is very is very, very predatory. It takes advantage of people. It chews people up. He's and spits in them the game. Right? He, he, and he entered in the game at a point where like uh it, you had to sell out to do it like you know not not even that bro the game itself the music industry as a entity is very is very predatory so when he is going on these rants about people taking advantage of him people trying to jerk him out his money people not paying him his value i completely get all of that right however why are you gonna speak on me or why are you gonna speak on that but also you can't use the language that you're using you can't say he's trying to overcompensate you can't say oh the jewish people are doing this to me the fact of the matter is yes jewish people do own a large majority of the music industry yes jewish people do own a large majority of the entertainment industry i am not being anti-semitic that is a fact well why you mad that's what it is yeah again it's not what you say it's how you say it he's just trying to get a win when he's already lost in many ways yeah so he so in saying using those words that he said is what has got him in the shit that he's in because you can't say shit like that if there was a bunch of chinese people or a bunch of middle eastern people or a bunch of west indian people who own majority of the music industry and the entertainment industry if you said yo the fucking chinese people are trying to control me it would still be wrong it would still be wrong you can't say it that way what you're saying has some validity to it but how you're saying it is the fucking problem. As b- before you even I'm, no, I'm listening. Before you, before that, I'm saying this as someone who has been called anti-Semitic because I have criticized the Hasidic Jew community. You remember a couple years ago? Uh, yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, a couple years ago we had a shooting in Jersey City. A, a kosher supermarket was shot up. It was bad, right? I went on Twitter and was talking about how the shooting relates to the influx of Hasidic Jews moving into the community and some Hasidic Jews, and this is a fact, were going and going to older black people's homes and trying to get them to buy their home with bags of money. That is a fact. I'm not making that up. This is not something I heard. That is a fact. Because I brought that up online, I was called anti-Semitic just for even acknowledging that, for even voicing a criticism, right? So I get it. I get it. When you 
when Ye with someone as with someone who has a voice as big as he does, where everyone is listening to every single word that you're saying, you can't say certain shit like that. You can't say the Jewish people are trying to silence me because you sound fucking it's crazy. Wrong. It's wrong. Just like when people say, you know, all people from all minorities from the city are criminals. But honestly, when I just said that, did I desensitize anything? Did I say something that you haven't hear a million times already? No, you repeated a stereotype, which right. it which is wrong. Did. And it's wrong. He repeated right. a wrong stereotype. So if he really has a problem, which I feel like he does, I feel like he does have a real gripe with the music industry. Of what, course, yeah. What he should do, and shout out to Young Guru. Young Guru is a legendary engineer. He had an interview on Mav Hoffa's show, and he said something that just stuck with me. He was saying he doesn't like when people say the Illuminati. He says, say their names. Mm. Instead of saying the Illuminati or they, I'm using air quotes, say their names. Because the people who are in power have names. Say their names. Yay does say their names sometimes. He says their names sometimes. But in this particular instance, he kept saying Jewish people. You can't say that. You can't say that. Now, as far as his gripes with the you're in music, I have a lot of friends in music. We know how fucking nasty the music industry is. But you don't put that on a whole group of people. You say this executive from this record label fucked me. Figuratively. You say this record label did not pay me my money. The head of this department at this record label did not pay me my money. That's what you say. You don't disparage a whole group of people because then you can deplatform, and then nobody wants to hear from you because now you're being anti-Semitic, right? Don't do that, yeah. Now, going back, I understand what Ye is trying to say when he goes on these rants. I understand what he's trying to get at, but again, my personal problem is. Don't shit on black people. Become allies with people who also shit on black people. And then when the white people shit on you, you come running back to black people and saying, oh, can you help me? Can you do this? Look what they're doing to me. There's no accountability here. But yeah, none. I understand he has mental health issues. I understand he, whatever excuse you want to give him, he lost his mother. He's bipolar cool does that that does not absolve him of accountability for his behavior because if you absolve him of that behavior you're now treating him like a toddler you're pacifying him you're saying oh don't worry about yay you know he's been through a lot so he can just say whatever the fuck he want about black people he can suggest that George Floyd was a drug user or a drug addict and that's why he died and not that he was suffocated and murdered in front of our eyes. He can suggest that slavery was a choice. He can suggest that white lives matter, which is also a dumb fucking thing to do because if white lives matter, why are you barking on your wife? If white lives matter, why are you yelling at Gap and Adidas saying they don't pay you? I thought white lives matter. 
problem for me is Ye is all over the fucking place. One minute he's hot, one minute he's cold, one minute he's doing this for us, one minute he's saying white lives matter. Cool, he's bipolar. Then that man needs to be on heavy medication and away from all recording equipment. Because he sounds fucking dumb. And the more he talks, the more people give him platform to talk, the dumber he's going to sound. Because at this point, I don't know who else. I don't know who is left to support him. Of course, he will have his supporters because he's yay. He, he has made phenomenal fucking music. But I don't know. I've ran it enough. What are your thoughts? I feel like. I've been in a position where I don't have power and I've been in a position where I had a lot of power and they both lead to the same road. If I ever like got into a fight with somebody and I hit them and they like look at me and they're like, damn, that shit hurt. I, I don't want it anymore. I wouldn't keep hitting them. I'd be like, yeah, you know what I mean? My point. So when it comes to Kanye, like I look at Kanye like a brother, like somebody that, you know, I just haven't seen in a minute. And... I could get gassed up the same way the next person get gassed up. I try not to be, but you know what makes it easy? Being that I got real people around me and, and people that could tell me like, yo, you know, this is Cap or you fucking, you, you, you know, dramatizing this or whatever. So he don't have anybody like that. He lost like a lot of the closest people and I know what that's like. So him not having a person that could tell him, you know, Yo, even the simplest thing like that's a bad idea in a way he set himself up for that but how else was he like intending to play like he did it all for the love he's just gonna do what he was intending to do which was make music but also say something for the people but that shit changed in, the, in all this time that he's been famous that shit has changed in, in definition and he's lost touch but he's also gone through some shit and he's also wrong and he's also somebody that I don't have communications with him, you know, like in any way. Like I don't I don't even know how to get in touch with him, but I would because I do that for people that I see today. Like I just got try to keep it real. Like if I see somebody on Instagram posting shit that's a little wild, I'ma reach out to them and I'm gonna talk to them on the low, you know, in the inbox and be like, yo. You know, and I think that's what this is for too. The criticism is necessary because he's wrong. I'm not saying he's right, but I'm just saying he's still somebody. Like I'm somebody, and if I made mistakes, I would want somebody to forgive me or even try to intervene and make shit better. You know, like he's still an artist. He's still a human being, and he should step down from talking. But I think it's also our responsibility to spank him and tell him to, like, be more at Roots. Like, get in touch with more Root people because this politics shit, you're like the Jesus. He loved Jesus. He loved the story of Jesus. Why? Because he's killing himself. He's a masochist. He's like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out. I'm going to fucking put all the truth out there. I'm going to talk about my conspirators, even though you've been making money with them and collaborating with them. So there's a lot of hypocrisy. So it's hard for people to even respect you. But at the same day, at the same time, like anybody else, I'll give anybody a fair shake. The only person I'll never give a fair shake to is a pedophile 
And that's probably about it. Anybody else, I could probably fucking negotiate, you know, like uh, why or what. And it's a different, but that's the only thing that I, I would say I would never give. A, I would shit on like people shitting on Kanye. But he's a fucking person like me. And I would wish that if I was going through some shit like my fucking house in order, my fucking, you know, going through this shit with my, my, my baby moms and shit, you know what that's like. And so, like, he going through shit like we going through shit, but he fucking famous and nobody's telling him shit is a bad idea. I think he... I'm caring more about the person than the what he's saying. I know he's fucked up, but I'm loyal to that person because I've been loyal to that person. That's how I roll. I'm sorry. I always fucked with Kanye, and I know he trying to make his bag in the game and shit, but he made his bag, and now he got to be loyal. Now he's trying to turn on the people who made his money it's better to shut the fuck up but at the same time he is still a person yo he deserves some fucking help and instead of not just kicking his ass trying to get him because what we got when he dies it's just gonna be another story you know we all people gonna love him all of a sudden or whatever talk about his shit yeah he was crazy but damn you know he stood for something at least i feel like kanye tried to stand for shit even though he be failing I, I don't I don't think he's he stands for I think Kanye stands for self. He you know, stands for self, you know but what I, you know what I think? He's out of touch. You know what I think? Because I agree with I understand your not even I agree. I understand your point of that he's human. I feel bad. I, I get that. I feel bad. I get that. But <clears throat> to me, Kanye is having a very, very, very deep identity crisis. And he doesn't know who he is. And this is why he's all over the fucking map. And I don't know whether that's due to everything he's been through. I don't know whether that's due to his mental health. I don't know where it stems from. But all of his behavior suggests to me that he doesn't know who he is. He's lost it. He's lost, he's it. lost it. He's lost it. You know, while we were growing up, he was already in the game making his. So he was since then he was in a different world. And he is in a different world. This guy could fly overnight where he wants to. I can't do that. But I might have seen him. That's how often this guy is like that. He's too free. And his his mother made him that way. It's his story. We got to learn something from him. Because if something embarrassing happened, I try to at least learn something. Whether it's my behalf or somebody else. I'll be like, well, I'll never do that. And I'm learning through him. I'm learning through him, you know, because I'm passionate like he could be passionate. Mm -hmm. All of us have to have PR training. So let's not pretend that it's not um, some kind of level of influence, you know, in his shit. Like people gas him up. It's not just him by himself. No, no, no. I, I There's people that. who who set. The, who, but hey, Ali Ru, hey, yeah, Ali Ru. Like I said, he does. He because he is in this very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Because he's in such a very manic state, it is very easy for people to exploit them. Hey, yay, come here. Sit in front of this microphone. Tell everybody. Wild out. And wild out. That's very true. I'm not going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. He's go let I'm, I'm not going to be, because that's one of the things. They got to be honest with him to stop him sometimes. But they don't do it enough. But and this is why I keep saying he's all over the place because he's all he's a victim and also a collaborator. How are you both? You got to pick a fucking side. 
And this is why I'm saying he's lost. Cause There's he, another artist who went through this type of shit. Who? Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was a guy who was in the biz for a long time. Uh-huh. Ended up becoming one of the most fucking... Come on, let's stop playing. Yeah, yeah. The most recognizable face in any part of the world you go to. Uh-huh. Just like Kanye. So these people enter a different spectrum of time. Time ain't the same for them. Because if they need to fly to France overnight, they could just do that. These people don't live, they don't even think the same. Perspective is a lot. But when it's you need balance. But you but even even if these people, because you're 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 right. When certain celebrities reach a, that level, that is something that we cannot fathom. So that's we can't understand it, right? We can't understand. They it. try because Jim Carrey tried, and it sounded crazy. He started criticizing the industry. That's the same thing Kanye did, but Jim Carrey, a white guy, so there's limits to what he's gonna try to bring to light. You know what I'm saying? He don't got that much to say. He's just trying to make joke of everything. He started going through, because he went through personal shit too. His girlfriend committed suicide. So there was a level of emotional distress on top of this person's psyche. Uh And I'm trying to say these are people just like me. And I care about them. I want to see them better. But you could only see them better if you care to see them better. If you just want to throw them under the bus and... There's limits to that shit. But you exactly because you also have to understand, <coughs> constructive criticism. But because you, you also have to understand, especially black people, there's only so much you can shit on us and then come back and be like, "Can you help me?" But we're gonna say to him what we're gonna say. You know, we're gonna say to because that's what it comes with being in a family. That's what it comes with being in a room. All right, you said that. I'm gonna say this. How you feel? Kanye will keep going. Kanye will keep going. The only thing that he seems like fit not to talk about is money because he's narcissistic and his pockets are the number one thing that he tried to use in his talking Uh as a point of validity. I got money, so don't try to tell me what to do. But what he need to understand on a moral compass, that's being real down to the earth, down to earth is, yo, you not right, B. Uh You not right. That's what the hood is going to tell you. Yo, you not right. Even if you having that same discussion with Noriega, and, all, and I'm not shitting on them, they did what they were going to do. But supplying him a microphone, knowing he going to say some wild shit, is just helping you, and yeah. it's hurting him. Yeah, you just as nasty as everyone else. I didn't like that with Noriega, by the way. And I like Noriega, but... I like, I like Noriega. But this is I, politics. I it's like politics, that, though. though. It is. This your man's. Supposed to be. You made a fucking history of just having your mans. That's what the podcast is about. You and your mans. That's what made it special. So now you got your mans. He acting a fool. And you don't curve it? You're you're letting your mans act a fool for entertainment. But at the same time, what you gonna do? This is your man's. He's saying, yo, let me be on your podcast. I want to be, I got some shit to then, say. And then that know? goes back to what you, you said earlier. If there were people around him, nor if Noriega was really his man's, he would, hold on, he would have yeah. said, yo, bro, not right now. You just got, you just did some wild shit. You, you, you hot right now. Let's let this cool down for a minute and then we can talk. My father that's used not, to say something to man's. me. That's not if your man's. If Kanye listening... I'm going to say this. My father used to say this to me. Keep money on your mind, not in your heart. Mm -hmm. And that's all I got to say.
Yeah, because I, I, both of them paper chasing. And that's the reason this fuck this shit look dummy in front of us. Yeah, I, I don't like that. From the, because it I, does I like come it. to a point where integrity, like, yeah. yo, what you doing, homie? Yeah, that's supposed that to be. That shit look funny. I don't get, we could G-check you anywhere. Yeah, that's, that looks funny. All of that looks funny. And he and Ye is one of the people, well, Nori Ye is one of the people that be like, oh, I love Ye, I love Ye, that's my man, I love Ye, that's my brother, that's my brother. If that's your brother, you should not allow him to make a fucking If that's your brother, he got a drinking problem, why are you fucking giving this to him? Why are you, you know what I mean? Why are you even, you're the playing devil's advocate. You're enabling him. You're playing devil's advocate. You're enabling someone. For the that, money. The devil, the devil telling you to do that, bro. You're enabling someone who has very severe mental health issues. For views and clicks. That's nasty. That's fucking nasty. And all of and that. And I'm goes, not saying, yeah, I'm not saying that maybe you didn't know. Because I always give a, a reasonable doubt. Hey, maybe he ain't know. You knew. We've been seeing yeah, it. Yeah. You, it's, it's, you knew. There's, there's no way Nori didn't know Kanye was going through what he was going through. And giving him alcohol. And, and letting him... And, you know... Yo, you so, exploiting your boy. Yeah. That's not a good look. So, all that being said, right? If that's your boy, that's not at least say that it's not. That's not or say boy. that it's not. That's not his boy. That's Don't his play boy. Vlad. Don't be Vlad now with yeah. you neutral, you know, high half, high half cold, fucking with different people. You're right. So with that being said, I I am not justifying anything Kanye has done. I understand that he is going through a lot or been through a lot. I understand he has mental health issues. I get all of that. But at a certain point, that does not justify his behavior. Because there are people who have very severe bipolar disease and they don't do shit like that. You say justify behavior. I totally respect that. I understand. Now, when you have somebody who's sick in a room, you've we got to be compassionate to them. You've justified their behavior. So you explain why they are where they are, but they still who they are mm -hmm. and they still going to keep being in pain. Regardless of whether you feel like it was that moment, that little moment of, uh, I didn't like that you said that. Mm -hmm. It's justified to beating a person down after you got him down. He's still going to cry and be sad and, and be in hell in his head. And, 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 and you're right. And the ass the, whooping is necessary. And, and, but at the same time, you're in pain. You're in pain. Let's just... Kanye's in pain. Cool. I empathize with you, bro. He, he human. He's human. We're all in pain. We're right? all in pain. He's human. But you're still using your pain to hurt people who want to help you. Because he's in more hurt than we are. And because of the narcissism, he don't see it. Thank you. So that be so your pain mixed with your narcissism is, is blinding you from if the If you could if you could be so able to to hit up the 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 man who your baby moms is currently with and, and have words with him have words with me or have words with people who actually care about you that's all i'm saying uh, uh me yeah uh, me or me yeah me directly because i make time for you yay <laughs> i got mad beats since we're here <laughs> don't i got mad beats listen but at the end of the day we don't gotta do none of that 
I don't want to talk to you because that's what I do if you know me. If you know me, you having a hard time, you cool peoples, you could be in my studio for about 30 minutes if I decide to kick you out. Uh-huh. You know, you'll know the vibe. <laughs> but I, I do want to say this, though. Let me say this. I'm very, very tired of people disparaging black people and then coming back to try to get in our good graces. I don't like shit like that. I don't. I don't give a fuck who you are, what you're going through, whether you have mental illness or not. I do not like that. I do not like you shitting, in this case, Ye. I do not like Ye shitting on his own people to do what the fuck ever. I don't like that shit. But... But at the same time He's human I get it But I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say this To each his own I'm cool To each his own right I'm cool with yeah Even with If we're gonna There are subsidiaries That's the reason that There's a Yes in my neighborhood No in my neighborhood Mm -hmm. We are creatures You mentioned this earlier In another way You we are creatures of identity We are creatures of naming Mm Mm-hmm that's Labels. how we are. Labels, yeah. We have to in the in the city of Athens where Socrates and in in all this ancient time, they had two words to tell the whole world. It was a giant monolith. Mm-hmm. Now, yo, the world is dead ass crazy. You already know. I be sending you shit all mm-hmm. the time on, on IG. Mm-hmm. The world is crazy. There's a giant monument. It says, Know thyself. Mm-hmm. How a civilization of thousands of years just need build something so big to have two words because those two words are so important mm-hmm. know thyself and in man as a creature as a species and i'm gonna just get into this on here women and men are different species but we the same evolution mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's it just it, it needed to be there for us to be able to be so men and woman Man and woman, because both are man, mankind, humankind. We have to acknowledge what was first for shit to make sense. Humankind is about naming. In the Bible, it said Jesus, uh, God allowed man to name the creatures. Uh And whatever he named them, so it was. So we are creatures of we're the communicators of nature we're the ones that are accepted and even in the bible even whether you believe it or not mm-hmm. it's written there we were meant to name things so let's be let's just allow people to be let's not hate that's the other thing too that's the true enemy if you're a spiritual person or you call yourself a spiritual person know that you are a warrior even if you don't look fit even if you ain't cut even if you don't work out or fight, you do fight. You fight spiritual battles every day. And life is a spiritual battle. If you are a spiritual person, you are the samurai. You are always looking for the war. You're always looking for the evil, the negative, to, dise- to dissect it before it even has to come to physical altercation. And the same apply in all things, even politics. I know you found a bag. You found a way to make money. But listen, the bag is no longer low. It's not low no more. So share. Share because they're going to come for you. 
Whether you, we talking about politics, whether we talking about life, whether we talking about Kanye, you have to, you're in power with power come responsibility. Be nice to the person that you've just defeated. We've defeated Kanye because he's wrong. He don't believe he's wrong because he's a narcissist, but we spanked him already. So now what are we gonna do as the, as the socialite family, as the tribe, what do we do? We spank him and then we wait for tomorrow. And if he's still acting up tomorrow, we spank him again. But we love him. We love him because he's a part of our culture. We love him because we loved him when he said, Bush don't care about black people and we knew that that shit was true. But people change though, bro. People change. But we still the same being. How we, how they, how we view them can change because they're different people. They're Jim Carrey, they're fucking Kanye West. Let's be real. The same slack you expect to be given when you, when you said, I ain't got it today. I thought I had it today. I ain't have it today. My bad. I fell short. People fall short in all fashions. And Kanye, just another person who fell short because he got it. He going to fall short somewhere else. Morality. You know, he going to say shit to defend himself because that's all he got. And we as a people are supposed to spank him. And if he's willing to, because he's still alive, let's appreciate people while they're alive. That's all I'm trying to fucking say. Let's stop pretending like he dead to us. He ain't do, he said a lot of shit, but I say a lot of shit. Sometimes I'm going to say I'm sorry. And I expect somebody to be like, no, nah, you good. But All right, all right, okay, all right. <coughs> That's cool, right? But at some point, you have to take accountability for your actions. But that's what's that's what's beautiful about God. He leave us for tomorrow, and that's all I'm but, trying to say. But but bro, you can't. I understand what you're saying. I understand that you know, you know, we we need to lead with more compassion. But to some people, specifically with this Yay conversation, people feel like he has continuously spit in our faces. So how how could he hold, spit in my hold, face if hold. he don't even know who he's talking to? He, he is detached from but the person. He is spitting in our collective faces. People take shit like George George Floyd was was on fentanyl personally. His family, George Floyd's family, takes that shit personally. Him him wearing a White Lives Matter shirt, knowing what that means to people who have been killed in the fucking street that was from the a, police. That was a boisterous claim. It doesn't fucking it, matter, it, it, No, no, no. It was a boisterous claim. But what he's trying to enlighten is that people go through shit like that. Frankie, like, the fact that, that he said that, Frankie, I can't that's the that. only time... No, no, I'm not even trying to say that it's true. I can't roll with that. I'm not even trying to say that it's true. I'm just trying to say that people that I know have died off fentanyl, that's the only thing he got to build off of. But that does. But that's. That don't mean you should say it. But that's, but what that's what's gonna happen right, when your boy set you up but, to so right. just talk. All right, but that and say yo, it's cool, bro. Whatever you gotta say right, is but cool. That, but that wasn't my point. My point is saying that when you're you were originally talking about comp having compassion for people, correct? Right. Have compassion for have, George Floyd. Have compassion for for everyone. You should have the human thing to do is have. Compassion if you gonna say for some shit, no, absolutely. Right. My point is that. Yay has reached a space where with with some black people, let me specify, because not all black people feel this way. We are not a monolith. Black people I don't even think we'd be having this conversation this long if it was if it was already known. You know, what I mean, people feel mixed feelings about yay. Right. Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying is.
to the people who feel a way about Ye's behavior and his comments. They're not going to have as much compassion as you're saying that they should have. But why? If you already know that what a crazy person just said was crazy, why are you going to feel a way about it unless you was crazy? That's all I'm trying to say. If you already know he was wrong. Oh, oh this motherfucker because just wild. You, I mean, because, let me just get him home. Because he keeps saying shit. Because keeps, his friends... So it's his friends that need to be held accountable. Bro, but it's he's like, a grown what I'm trying man, to say is like, I'm trying to kick. That's a 40 year old man, Frankie. That's a 40 year old man. 40 plus. That's a 40 year old man. We can't Don't you feel running. like a child sometimes? Bro, nah, I can't roll with that, bro. And then your friends, and then you ain't got no. Nah, no, no, no. You know, because, that, because I'm just trying to. I, I'm, I'm real. And I know what I'm seeing. So if I know that my friend ain't right, I'm going to invite him out. But and set him up with a whole still, night out and be like, yo, we're recording to, this shit. It's still up to the individual to realize that his behavior is hurting himself. And then you giving him alcohol, you're giving into his demons. Yo, I got I'm, enough to I'm, say. I'm, I'm, I'm at not, the end of the day, I just feel like Kanye ain't the only one at fault. It's his enablers. And if we're just going to kick Kanye's back in, I'm just going to leave. Because he ain't the only one who did this. The reason we talking about it is because of his benefactors and if we're not gonna kick their back in collectively then i'm out respectively i'm gonna take another shot and i'm gonna go take a piss because that's how i feel you know what i'm saying because i don't feel like it's right that we should just make a spectacle out of one man when the medium we're gonna ignore the whole medium as to how he even got there was his boys doing something wrong too and I ain't gonna escape the blame on them either because they but all wrong. Is, but who is escaping the blame? Noriega and all of them trying to get him drunk talking That's, on, my, on uh, my, social media. You, yes, you, you enabling him you're not, because you're his time. Frankie, you gotta hear me. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is not taken away from the people around him. But we also, just like you want everyone else held accountable, Ye has to be held accountable. But as he's well. the one depressed. If a person is fucked up, you're going to ask them where they live at. You're going to ask them. They don't know you're already responsible for them. You got the asshole friend who's drunk. You're responsible for him. Yo, it's All my. Right. I got to get him home. My bad. Right. But it's also the responsibility of the asshole who decided to drink that much. That's also nah, his responsibility. Nah, that's not how real people think, man. You already drunk. I'm responsible for you. Bro, it's not your. Nah, it's man. not your problem. Like Frankie, if my friend is a, Frankie, if my friend is an alcoholic and he trying to drive, I'm not gonna take his keys. Yes, you take his keys. I intervene. That means I gotta do something about it. Right, but you also put responsibility on your friend who's the fucking alcoholic and tell him his responsibility is mute for that night because he's fucked. I already know he's fucked. That's why it's my accountability but, but that if, if he, he fucks up, okay, it's he, on me because niggas saw me leave with him. But Frankie, if he took accountability... I saw him leave his, with Frank, yo. He was gotta, drunk. You got to listen, Frank. If he took accountability for his drinking, you wouldn't have to stop him from getting in the fucking car. But I got him drunk? Yes, it is. And I'm taking a piss. And I'm taking a piss. Because yes, it is. If I got him drunk and he's too drunk, I got to get him home and it's my fault if something happened to him. Frankie took a piss. Um, we'll be here all night trying to decode, yay. 
So in closing. Hey, look, the same way we'll be here all night trying to debate the housing issue. Yes. These are very these are just very follow two, up. These are very two um volatile topics. Um in closing, I'll say uh yes, you should be compassionate to your own to your to your fellow human being. But also human beings out there, you have to have accountability. And accountability means for you who is exhibiting such behavior and accountability for everyone around him. Okay? With that being said, um like I always say every time we talk about yay, I want that man to get some help. I really, really want to get some help. Like immediately. He, I know it's not gonna hey, be look, immediate. We all need help. We all it's need, just in different ways, you right. know. We all we all do need help, but for someone with a platform as big as his, for someone whose voice is as amplified as his is. He, hey, look, he for somebody who could send their kid to every camp. Yeah. I can't do that. So I try to find balance. Right. So, if you could send your kid to every camp, cool, I can't do that. If you could be there for every camp, that's even better. You know, being present. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that same amount of balance, like you got to hang out, hang out around different people. You gotta hang out around different people if you fucking famous as hell. Yeah, that's that's a you know. Don't just hang around the people that like you. That's that's one thing I will say about take a whooping about being famous. Like that shit is a very dangerous game, and I do not want to ever play it. But you know, yeah, that's yay and everything going on with him. Last thing before we get into music, this will be quick because we done been on. We didn't have fist fights in here today. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have fucking fist fights in here today. Um, last thing, I want to send a prayer to battle rapper Sue Surf. Um, Sue Surf is from North New Jersey. He's one of my favorite battle rappers. He was recently indicted on Rico charges. Um, uh, Sue Surf is a gang member, and if you know anything about Rico. Just like they got Gunna and Young Thug, this is not looking good for him. So I want to send a prayer to Suser's family. I know he has children. Anyone who loves him, this is a very unfortunate situation. Um, we'll get deeper into like what led up into this, um, maybe n- next week or somewhere further down the line, because that deserves his own portion yeah. for us to really dissect and pick apart but um yeah i just want to say prayers to sue surf he him and like maybe nine other people got indicted on rico so it's not looking good it's not looking good at all so yeah if you're if you're familiar with battle rap you know who sue surf is but sue surf also makes great music so just i don't know man it's not much when the feds come knocking it's not much you can do so I just want to send a prayer for Sue Surf because that was that was that came out of left field. <clears throat> so prayers to Sue Surf. Um, music, so we can get the fuck up out of here. Um, there has been a bunch of releases out, but I haven't listened to much because all I'm listening to is old Jay Z and <laughs> which which old Jay Z? Uh... I'm I started from like Reasonable Doubt. Oh, that's old Jay-Z. Yeah. I'll be on that. So I'm, I'm, Who do you think you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like on. that. So, but 
there's a bunch of music out um i'm just gonna run through the names and titles oh the one project i have been listening to is freddie gibbs dropped the album you know freddie, you love freddie you know i'm a freddie gibbs fan yeah. he dropped a phenomenal project called uh soul soul separately that's dope so there's a lot of projects so i'm just gonna run through them real quick um pd and craze dropped a two-pack boom boom called two-pack go listen to that uh quavo and takeoff no offset because now they're a duo not a trio mm. they dropped the project called only built for affinity links i've heard good things uh la russell la russell la russell is a new artist a newer artist from vallejo california i like la russell a lot he dropped the project called i hate when life is going great uh rich homie kwan i like rich homie kwan he dropped the project called family and moolah uh on the r&b side joyce rice dropped the project called motivate ep i like joyce rice um g herbo dropped yeah. the project called survivor's remorse a side uh, i've been hearing good things about that did you did g herbo just get popped no, 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 no it was just fire shots fired i think it was just shots fired um mm. on the r&b side i just got put onto an artist called yaya bay she has a project called remember your north star uh also R&B John Vinyl has an EP called Palisade Smoke Dizza dropped the project called 10,000 Hours shout out to Smoke Dizza Little Baby dropped the project called It's Only Me and lastly I don't know why I'm playing that my bad uh, lastly a newer artist by the name of Mavi dropped the project called Laughing So Hard It Hurts so there's a lot of music out um, go check it out go listen to it Again, I've been busy, so I haven't had the opportunity to really listen to a lot of it. But there's a lot of music out. But um, yeah, man, that's it. This this was a healthy episode. This is a healthy fucking episode. Shout out to you, good brother. But uh, in the meantime, in between time, follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com/4kj. Follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow the Dojo. On IG at the Dojo JC. Make sure you visit the website for the stresspodcast.com powered by Stay Cozy Studios. And uh hmm. Empathy for the stress. Mm. We all need a little bit more of empathy. I know we fight a lot, as you guys heard me and Frankie fought. <laughs> but we're brothers though. We're brothers, we fight. That's what happens. That's what happens. But regardless. Have some empathy, even when shit is weird and they piss you off. Try to find it. All right? Y'all be safe. Frankie, turn this shit off, man. I'm tired. <laughs> you can do better than that. Maybe you need to hit the dojo. Get some more practice.